Hey, you're listening to Be Your Best with Phil Haugen, where we explain the methods that help bridge the language barrier between horse and rider. Our goal with each episode is to provide you with the training philosophies that will help you to be your best every day. Hey everybody, thanks for joining me for this episode of Be Your Best Horsemanship. This is Phil Haugen coming to you from our training facility in Weatherford, Oklahoma. And it is a beautiful early morning here in Weatherford, Oklahoma, and I hope you're having a great day as well. i tell you one thing this morning when I got up, it was, uh, oh, it's been really hot here. So we get up, we've been getting up early and getting started as early as we can. And, and, uh, this morning I had my, uh, alarm set for four. I thought it was 4am, but I screwed up and I was set for 4pm. And, uh, so anyway, like a lot of you on my phone, I've got like a bazillion different alarms. Um, I need to go through and delete about all of them, but about three. So anyway, when I woke up, it was a little bit after four. And, you know, it was, uh, sleeping so good. And I, and I was thinking, oh, you know, my team, had, my team starts here at five, um, this time of year, which is actually later than what we've done in the past, but the temperatures have been in the mid nineties, mid to high nineties. Um, it hasn't been terrible, but it's, it's been, we've had a lot of moisture this summer, so it's been pretty humid. Um, which is not normal for us. Usually this time of year, we're just dry. We're like Arizona dry. But I was laying there for just a split second thinking, oh boy, it'd be good to just lay here a little longer. And, and, but the one thing, the one thing that I always tell myself every morning when I get up is, is I try to win the day. And, and, and what I mean by win the day, I mean, I just want to be better at the end of the day than the start of the day. I want to progress. I want to do something to progress. And sometimes, sometimes I'm telling you, it will, uh, just getting started is the key. Or, or I'll back up and say that's the key for me. Hopefully, hopefully for all of you, you just hit the ground running and it's, there's never a pause in there. But, you know, the getting started is so important. I mean, to get our day started and get ourselves started. And and it just carries over, you know, it carries over to our training program and and our horsemanship program. And, and I tell you what, it's just like when I got to the barn this morning, one of my team members had already been here and left. He had been here and went through the stalls and fed. He's got another full-time job that he works at. And then another one of my team members was uh, catching horses and saddling horses. And that was, uh, I mean, and that was at, you know, five o'clock sharp. You know, and I tell you what, I'm just, for those team members, I'm just so proud of them that they have that initiative. Because it's not about, is it is it important for our program here? Sure. I mean, but, but this is just a step 
you know, this is just a step in the road for them. This isn't where they're going to be the rest of their lives. You know, in this business, the training horse business, you can't, it's really challenging to be able to pay somebody enough to keep them. And, and, you know, I've, I've known that forever. I mean, so I don't kid myself when I get like, I've got a great team right now. I have got a great team from, from Stacy, who's our marketing and event director and who holds all this outfit together from, from a digital standpoint, you know, from an organizational standpoint to, to the others that are on the ground here doing the manual labor and, and, uh, showing up every day, you know, I, I've got a great team. Can I, and a lot of you are nodding your heads out there when I'm talking about this, but when you have somebody really good, you, you need to appreciate them and enjoy them because you know you're not going to have them long. Like I've got one assistant that I know I'm not going to have. I might, I might have her for, you know, a year, but you know, it probably after that, who knows, you know, if it just depends on if I can sweeten the pot enough to make it feasible for her to stay, you know, because, well, I'll just use an example. My son Wade and I had a conversation yesterday afternoon and he Wade and got married this last weekend to uh gentry and, uh, you know, they're a young married couple. And, and, you know, I could, I could tell just from talking to Wade that finances were on his mind and, you know, he was, you know, it's a whole, it's a whole different, it's a whole different mindset after you take that step, you know, cause just like marriage, that's a lifelong commitment. You've, you've changed your life and your lifestyle forever. And you've changed your thought process, whether you know it or not. Once you, because I remember those days. Well, you know, just like that, comparing to our jobs and what we do every day and like what we do every day around here, you know, everybody that's in the horse business and basically everybody listening is you're doing what I'm doing. Um, Maybe not on the same level as far as numbers you know, of horses that you're working daily, but you're everybody that's listening to this is working horses and running a business and running a family and then running their lives. And, you know, you got to find that happy medium in there. And and the biggest thing that you don't want to do is sacrifice family time for career and business. I mean, you, we've got to take care of our careers. We've got to take care of our business but just like for all of us, I mean, being a mom and dad's the most important job you'll ever have. There's nothing that compares to that. Being a spouse is the, one of the most important jobs you'll ever have. And so it, it's hard to find that balance. I mean, I know for myself, just like when, you know, Bridget teaches uh, fourth grade. And so she um, leaves about 7.15 and, and, you know, when we get out here and start, um, you know, I always try to make sure I make time to get up there and visit with her for a few minutes anyway and drink part of a cup of coffee before her day starts just to make that contact. 
it's just like in our situation, you would think that we got to spend a lot of time together because I'm here, you know, my business is at our place, but that's not really the case. We, we don't get to ride together very much and we've been trying to make more of an effort to do that and we are making it more of a priority just like this month i at the end of the month i have a clinic in uh, cherokee oklahoma and bridget's going to come to the clinic and ride and that was her choice not mine i don't you know when it comes to the training part yeah i mean we you know we bounce ideas off each other and stuff but but i'm not going to be my wife's trainer because that's not a good combination. <laughs> I mean, you, you, uh, I'd much, and, and I'm probably, and she's probably listening to this, shaking her head going, yes, you do give me advice. <laughs> and, and I know I do, but, but you know, it's kind of like being uh, your children's coach or your, or your wife's trainer. You, uh, that changes your whole relationship and and like for me even with the kids with wade it was different because wade had so many other interests in sports hannah was so dialed in she'd just wear you out with practicing i mean and and we did practice a lot we practiced a lot when she was younger and and really to the point that i think there was a point a little bit of a point of burnout in there and uh which which anybody who puts a lot into anything you are going to have periods of burnout and that's kind of one of my topics this morning that i've been thinking about you know in this business and in and in the training business you're it's always going to be on your mind it it uh even when i'm not out here training horses like we, we've been getting done by about noon or one each day with our riding and, and it's been there at the end, it's been okay, but it's sure at the point where it's been getting uncomfortable temperature wise. And my theory on that is, is when it's kind of miserable for you and the horse, I'm not sure anybody's learning anything. I think we just kind of go into survival mode and try to get by. And I try to keep it to where I don't, I'm not in that mental state when I'm working a horse. Um, you know, it's just like this morning, I think I looked on my phone, it was 72 degrees and by noon it was going to be, you know, in the low nineties. Um, you know, there's, there's no doubt every morning the, the first horses you ride are the most enjoyable. And a lot of that is because of temperature. Now we're getting into fall, which is my favorite time of the year. And, you know, I always say this felt hat, wild rag and vest weather. I mean, that's, that's just, you know, if there was a place in the world where that's what the weather was conducive to, um, that's probably where I'd live now, depending on other factors, of course, but, um, that, that's my favorite weather to, to ride in because I think you can, you can get more done you can you know your your workout can be a little more aerobic for you and your horse because you know as we go through the morning you get towards the end and and you know the first 
five or 10 minutes, you're on that horse, you know, that horse got a good sweat going and so do you. And it's, uh, you know, there's, you have to, you have to be smart about that part of it when you're working horses. You know, it's just like when I was talking about points of burnout, you know, to combat burnout, what I try to do is, is, is organize things and do things in a way to where you try to stay as fresh as you can. And I know one, a good friend of mine who, who helped me for a couple of years while we were doing our production sale, I talked to him the other day, he works for he mainly rides rainers and cow horses now, but he, he told me he had a light stroke, not a light stroke, a, a heat stroke the other day. And, and uh, he was going to come ride with me and, and actually help me work on some horses that I'm taking to a futurity in a discipline that I normally don't train for. And, and you know, I'm, I'm leaning on him for a little help with this. And he, he called me back later that same day and he said uh it's gonna be a day or two before i get there because i he said i'm okay but i'm not right well when you get and, and what had happened he told me he'd worked a bunch of horses in the morning and then later that day he went back to working horses and rode on into the night and he he's a hard worker and he's got said he's got some horses that are pretty tough, some first timers, you know, first rides. And he he just well, he I don't know what the level of how they determine what level of heat stroke you have. You know, to me you either have it or you don't. So I mean I don't know if there's mild or severe. But anyway, he said he got sick and got dizzy and was throwing up and you know, and then said his body ached unbelievably bad and and this this a tough guy well you know i think his body was telling him you're dehydrated and and we're shutting down and uh you know so he's probably pretty lucky but you know just like in this time of year like i was telling him i said man you you can't you can only do what you can do i mean and sometimes mentally you know our mental mindset overrides our, you know, masks our physical pain. And in this business and in, in any business, so there's guys that work construction, guys that, you know, you're doing things outside. Um, you got to be careful with that. You got to be smart about that. And it's just like, you know, since I, of course, everybody, you know, every trainer in the South, if you're training horses and you're training any number of horses, you're getting up really, really early and trying to be done. You know, everybody in Texas is getting up at whatever time in the morning, trying to be done by, you know, 11 o'clock noon. Um, if you're riding any number of horses, because that's, that's just what it takes. I mean, to get them done. Cause otherwise it's just the conditions aren't conducive to learning. So, you know, getting back to the burnout part, this is with anything, you know, but in the training business, in the horsemanship business, I think you have to take that time to physically recharge, to mentally recharge, and that makes you better because I don't think it's, I don't think it's all about, oh, I'm going to work 
you know, I'm just going to grind, grind, grind and work 30 hours a day. Well, I really think that there's times when you do that and that's very admirable, you know, and I love people like that, that just show up and, and work. But at the same time, I think I've done this in the past where I just went and went and went and pretty soon I was short tempered. I was not feeling good, you know, physically, mentally, I was, I was wore down. The mental and physical freshness that you restore to yourself in everything is extremely important. I mean, the mental and physical freshness we restore in our any relationship, whether it's with a horse or a human, is extremely, extremely important. Otherwise, I think you start taking things for granted. I think we start losing that edge. Because if there's one thing I've learned, in the, especially in the last, I've really started to realize it in the last five or ten years, how important it is for me to be sharp with my signals on every horse. You know, how important it is for me to be sharp with my signals on every horse. Don't fall into robotic mode and just kind of be going through the motions because I think it's real easy to fall into that. And, you know, the other thing is take the time. This is something I've sure learned in the last five or 10 years. Take the time, forget about the watch and what time it is and what else you've got to do that day and what your schedule is. Take the time and give your horse the time to read the signal, find the answer. Because we're not very good at that. I, I see it everywhere I go. And the reason is, is, is we live in a world that's strictly based off of instant gratification. I mean, everything we do. I mean, if I sweep the barn, I want that sucker swept, cleaned up, you know, Swept into the shovel, put in the tub, done. Got a clean barn. You know, if I'm this last weekend, I'm big on th this. Isn't a great example of instant gratification. I love power washing stuff. I love cleaning stuff up. Well, my barn, I like to wash it out at least. Well, not at least once a week, but I try to. I try to do it at uh, once a week. And I don't do it more than once a week. Is what I'm getting at. Well. You know, it takes me 15 or 20 minutes, but when I'm done, I mean, you could eat off the floor in there. Well, that's how I get to start my next week. When I step into the barn Monday morning, that thing is is sparkling clean, and that just gets my gets my week started. Well, that's that's instant gratification, right? I can do it, get done. It's it looks great. That's one of our big challenges with horses is understanding. And I had this conversation with one of our team members yesterday when we were working some horses. 
and uh, we were talking about it and I told her it's it's the little the little things that you do on a consistent basis over a long period of time that makes a big difference it's the it's the little things you do on a consistent basis over a long period of time that makes a big change and you know that is hard to keep that philosophy intact because we get to doing that you know we show up here six days a week and we're doing the same thing every day with every horse and the exercises just like with this team member um she was riding a horse of mine that is he's got quite a few rides on him well a lot of people out there will know him because i had him at some clinics um I, we call him boone and boone rides around pretty good for a three-year-old you know i had her riding him because i wanted somebody else on him i wanted to number one give him a break from me and me a break from him and kind of recharge our batteries you know both for him and me because she's not going to be near as demanding as I am. And and sometimes a horse needs that. That that in itself helps that horse recharge his batteries a little bit. That mentally for for Boone yesterday that was a mental break for him. Today I'm going to switch. I've got a couple horses that are are they're not they're just tune-ups for this futurity and I've been on them they haven't had many days off, just a very, very, very few since they came in. And, you know, I've had my thumb on them. I mean, it's been pretty intense because we got a long ways to go in a month. They're not anywhere close to ready to show to do a flying lead change. Their turnarounds are just okay. We, You know, we've got some work to do. Um, to just hopefully show up and be, you know, I mean, I'm just trying to be as ready as I can be. And I don't know if that means we'll be good, respectable, or look terrible, but I'm just trying to be as ready as we can be. But like today, I'm going to have, I'm going to have one of my team members ride those horses and, and this one particular assistant because they need a break from me. I've had a lot of pressure on those horses and they need a break from me. And to be quite honest, I need a break from them. So, so I'm going to, I'm going to have her ride those two today and give both of us a break, recharge our batteries, and then I'll get back on and we'll go back to work and I'll go back to work on them tomorrow. Um, but that's a, you know, you, you need that. There are times when you need that. There are times when you need, to put somebody else on your horse to to see where they're at. Don't be afraid to do that, as long as it's safe. I mean, don't put somebody on a bronc that's going to buck them off. Um, you know, that recharging your battery sometimes, huge deal. Huge deal, because like I said, that, you know, we live in a society that everything's based off instant gratification. And just like in this business, sometimes during the week, 
during a long, it's going to be a long week. It's going to be a long, hot week, right? So yeah, yesterday went great. We grew, we were, we were after it yesterday. Well, that was because we had Sunday off and everybody gets Sunday off, but me, I still worked on Sunday. I still shot a horse and fed. So on Sundays I do the feeding and then whatever else, you know, and that's when I cleaned the barn. And I think I did that Saturday, not actually Sunday. So I still do some, I have to do a few things on Sunday, but I usually don't work a lot of horses. We did rope on a couple, Bridget and I did, um, but that was, you know, a couple of ours. And that was just because she started back roping and we roped the sled a little bit. But, you know, that relief that you give yourself mentally and physically at times, um, I think a lot of times, and most of the people listening would fall under this category of, extremely motivated people sometimes i think we we feel bad about that we feel like we're sloughing off or we're being lazy i I don't really i used to feel that way you know i used to feel like if i sat down for lunch i was wasting time you know well and maybe just physical maturity mental maturity you know maturing in years maybe that changes us and and it does i mean there's no substitute for experience. But now when I get a chance, it, you know, if if I get a chance to uh, sit down on the couch, shoot, I might lay down on the couch. And sometimes 15 minutes makes a big difference when you get back up. You know, when you get to a point of burnout in anything, you got to do something to refresh yourself and and not feel guilty about it and not feel guilty about it because... You know, that doesn't mean we're, we're going to be lazy and not do anything. Absolutely not. But there are times where if I'm feeling that, just like with these two gray geldings, and I've nobody else has been on those horses since they've been here. Yesterday when I got off them, uh, I, was, I was kind of, I needed a break from them and they needed a break from me. And I thought about it last night and I thought, you know what, I'm getting off them today and I'm going to give, I'm going to give them a mental break and I'm going to give me a mental break. We'll still get them worked. They'll, they'll go through a conditioning exercise, a conditioning regimen that we have, um, a softening uh, regimen that we have. And just like we are with all the horses here, but just me getting off them for a day, that will make tomorrow morning uh, a different day for both of us. And, and, you know, there's, Every day is a management, is a chance to manage your business in a way that helps it progress. And, and I think, I think we got to be open to change, meaning you're going to make changes daily in this business and, and in most businesses. And, and one thing you got to understand, don't be surprised when you need to make a change. Now, you know, we typically as humans don't like change or change scares us. We live in a world that's been changing for hundreds and hundreds of years and it just keeps getting better. It just keeps getting better. Now, do we have challenges? Absolutely. But change, change is not a bad thing in your life or in your business. You know, recharge your batteries, let yourself freshen up, 
and, and do the same for your horses sometimes you know try to try to manage burnout because because that that's a thing it, it happens so that's uh you know those are just some topics i wanted to talk about today i think those are things we all go through i know we go through them here I hope this helps. I hope you have a great day of training. And and remember, win the day. Just just win the day. Whatever that is, just win the day. Be be in a better position when the day's over than when you started. You know, in 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 several phases of your life. So have a great day. Have a great week of training. God bless each and every one of you. And today and every day, always be your best. Hey, thanks for joining us on today's show. To learn more about the training program that inspired the Be Your Best podcast, head over to philhavenhorsemanship.com and join our online community by following us at philhavenhorsemanship on Facebook or Instagram. This is where we're going to be sharing tons of training tips and information about how you can experience our Training Through Understanding program at one of our upcoming clinics. As you go through the day today, I want to encourage you to figure out one thing you can do to get 1% better, whether that is in your horsemanship journey, your career, or your personal life. Own it and be your best. God bless and have a great day of training.